What are you doing to develop your people? Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. I have this question for you and I've asked it already at the start of this show. What are you doing to develop your people? And I think this is a really important question. If you own any sort of business, if you're in any sort of managerial or leadership role, your job isn't just the management of people, it is to develop your people. And I'm asking, what are you doing about that? Now, I go into businesses all the time, typically when there's a bit of a struggle going on, be it communication, um, people leaving regularly, that sort of stuff. And they'll bring you in and you'll do a bit of work with them and then it'll kind of drop off. And interesting what I find is I think we're looking for an immediate ROI on that sort of work, on the well-being of our people. Now, obviously going into sporting teams, they have a very clear understanding that the athlete and the well-being of the athlete is really important. That's becoming really big, particularly in things like the AFL and the NRL, NRLW at the moment. And so the athlete is the commodity. And of course, we understand that with athletes. But I'm going to challenge you to think about the commodity you have in your business the commodity in your business is your people. You need some form of well-being program, in my opinion. You must be fine-tuning your people the way a race team would fine-tune its cars because the vehicle through which you deliver your success is your people. Now, if you're constantly changing staff, then you've got to constantly be retraining people. If you're constantly putting out fires like communication issues between people, personalities that don't particularly get on, then that is taking an amount of your time and energy. That is you managing your people. But if you put a consistent well-being program in place, uh, fitness mindset adventure, opportunities for people to develop and grow, what you're going to notice over time is that you're going to have less niggle, less sick days, less of the stuff going on that you're constantly trying to put out, which then allows you to focus on the bigger vision of your department of, or of your entire business. Now, we've all been through experiences where we lose people we don't want to lose. And typically, that's what happens in a business. When you lose people, it's not the people that you want to lose. It's the people that are reacting to the problems that have been created by potentially someone else in your business. Now, if you can build this whole well-being program, if you can put culture ahead of everything else in your business, when new people come in, they come into a new culture that they want to be a part of. If you are just managing your staff or managing the people in the department that you work in, you are not a leader. You are simply a manager and you're doing the stuff that needs to be done on a day-to-day, but you're actually doing two things wrong. You're creating workload for yourself because you've constantly got to be putting out these fires, but you're also creating an uncomfortable environment for people to live in because you're not willing to step up and take on that leadership role. It's not just a title, it's a responsibility. When I was in the military, when I look back now, we understood that responsibility. We knew that it was more than just leading our people. I knew when I had really good leaders and when I became what I believe was a good leader myself, I understood my people. I knew what made them tick. I knew things about them in their personal life and their family. That stuff matters. If you think it's just about the day today and the work, then you're constantly going to struggle when it comes to leadership. Now, 
we look for instant ROIs. And if we can't see them, then of course we move on from stuff. And the example I would give you, if I bring in a sales coach that's going to work on my sales scripts and the way my team talk on the phone, I would expect to see an ROI fairly quickly on that. I would expect over the next month that we have a higher conversion rate than we had beforehand. And if not, we'd adjust that and we'd keep working on that until we got that. That makes sense to business owners because sales are important. But the ROI in a well-being program might take six or 12 months before you realize that my turnover's dropped a little bit, that people are happier and healthier when they come to work, that we're having less sick days than we had previously, that people are taking more personal responsibility and ownership over the things that are happening in and around the business and their particular area. That ROI is not as black and white, but you will know it when you walk into a place that has a really good culture. So again, I challenge you, what are you doing to develop your people. If that's something that I myself or someone else in that workplace can help you with, then I encourage you to go out and find those people. I encourage you to have the courage to be a leader, not just to be a manager. That's it, team. I'll chat to you guys again on Friday. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.